Okay. So, I just want to come on here and talk about a few other things that I feel like has been on my heart and that I've come to the realization of. So, one thing would be is that, you know, a lot of times when I'm getting these, like, I'm hearing these different voices of, and I know saying you hear voices sounds like you need psychiatric help, but I'm hearing these different voices and they're like, some are helpful, others are, you know, like people, but all I know is, like, I'm realizing, like, some people were actually trying to help like i realized that but it's just that you know do they have my best interest that's what's debatable because i feel like some people probably do others while they have my best interest they're not aware of i don't want to say anything about them because i feel like they were trying to help the best that they could and that's great it's just that I feel like God is leading me in a different direction. And he wasn't wanting me to, you know, do those things or take that advice. So I hate that. I strongly dislike the fact that a lot of times it feels like I'm being, you know, passive and not listening or not caring or not feeling as if I can take somebody's advice or trust someone's advice or, you know, gain anything from something that they're trying to help me do. So I try my best to just be as... I try my best to get get my point across clear so that the person can understand. I'm not trying to be, you know, funny acting. I'm not trying to act weird about it. Like, I can't take your advice. Your advice isn't good. Or this and the third have all this stuff to say about your advice. It's just like, I'm trying to learn. I'm learning. I'm growing. And... A lot of times, I just can't take that advice. Just to keep it simple. But as far as God, he's always there telling me, like, you know, what I can do, what I can't do. Sometimes the advice seems so great. And it seems so well fit for me at the time in the situation. Like, it doesn't feel like it's bad advice. It feels like it's great advice. But... I simply cannot take it. And a lot of times I just seem so contrary or unmotivated. But I'm not, you know. I'm motivated towards, you know, one direction. And that's God, you know. So a lot of times even though the advice is logical and it's helpful, it's not, you know, what I need or what I can do. So... I'll just listen to God and God will be like, listen, you know, do what I'm telling you. Trust me. You don't need an explanation why. And I'll know 
that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna look like this i'm gonna look like that you know people are gonna say you are lazy you're unmotivated you're not trying you're lacking you could be doing more why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing that and honestly when i look at it from a standpoint of where they're coming from when i look at from where they're coming from like you're like honestly i could see how it looks so horrible to you i really could see how that just looks it just looks bad it just look it just looks bad but i have to listen to god i have to it just reminds me of when peter simon peter cephas came to jesus and he said jesus if they're going to crucify you and kill you for nothing i know you're innocent you know you're innocent we all know you're innocent we've all been here with you you've done nothing wrong if they're just gonna beat you and flog you and hang you from a tree why don't we just leave now why would you stay why would you stay and be killed and from where you know from a human perspective from a man's perspective that looks like great advice like duh like you didn't do nothing wrong let's go you know but jesus said to peter he said i rebuke you i rebuke satan i rebuke you satan because you do not see this from a god you don't see this from god's perspective you see this from a man's perspective and so i rebuke you because he knew that that was satan doing what he had just told jesus he was going to do when jesus was praying in the garden satan said you know i'm going to scatter your disciples they're going to be running in all different directions i'm going to scatter all of them so it's just it's just sad you know because i realized like you know that's why jesus said to his disciples while they slept as he prayed he said you know get up lest satan tempt you so that you can resist because satan had just said to him in the garden while he prayed to god and prayed that satan wouldn't be able to touch his disciples he prayed that satan wouldn't be able to do anything to them and satan had just said i'm going to scatter all of your disciples in all different directions they're gonna run they're gonna be running all from different directions so he's praying so hard for them they need to get up and pray too but they're sleeping and this is why jesus gets mad that they're sleeping he says it a second time and jesus is slow to anger so imagine how you know serious that was that they had they had needed to be praying satan tells him everything he's gonna do He's going to possess Judas to betray him. He's going to scatter his disciples. Most of them won't even be there with him when he's arrested and beat and flogged and hung from a tree. Peter is going to deny him three times. All of these different things Satan's already told him he, that he's going to do. So that's just what it reminds me of when God is telling me to do something and he's telling me to go in a di different direction and people are giving me different advice 
and it seems logical it seems like it's in my best interest it seems like they really care and they really are looking out for me but remember peter said to jesus he said jesus i love you i will follow you to the ends of the earth i would die for you and jesus told him right then i love you i love you too i love you so much but you're going to deny me three times he told him that and that never stopped jesus from loving him the same he still said he was clean and washed his feet the only one who was unclean was judas so you know i just feel like from that perspective i really have to focus on god i have to listen to him I have to hear what he's saying. I have to go in the direction he's taking me. And I have to, you know, a lot of times not be able to, I can't take their advice. I have to rebuke them. I have to rebuke them like Jesus did. Because it's not them, it's Satan. A lot of times I feel like they know what they're doing. But Peter had the right intentions when he said that. He didn't understand that, you know, he was going to fold like that. No offense to Peter, because Peter was like his name, Cephas. He was a rock. He was solid. You know, but that's how Satan works. You know, if he has access, which he'll be granted access if you aren't diligent, if you aren't praying, if you aren't, you know, trusting in God and all you do. So I am not Jesus. I am not perfect and I am not sinless. So that means that I even would be susceptible to something that Satan would do. No matter what my heart tells me, I would want to do. So that's that's a fact. And I, I never thought of Peter less than for what he did. I always look back on what he did and realize, of course, it was wrong that he denied Jesus. But like, I didn't feel like it was like... It was it was wrong, but I always said to myself, like, you know, people make it seem like it's just so horrible and they judge him and what he did. And I get it. It's there for a reason. But like, I just never felt so strongly about it. You know, I didn't feel so strongly about condemning Peter. Like, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but I feel like we all do that. Like, we look at something somebody did in a certain situation, but if you put yourself in their shoes, would you have been any better? Would you have done any better? So I try to put myself in Peter's shoes, and I hope and I pray every single time I think about it to the Lord. Lord, if I'm ever placed in a situation like this, please make me strong enough to make the right decision and be solid. Because if I had been one of Jesus' disciples back when Jesus was alive here on earth, he is alive, but back when Jesus walked the earth, if I had been one of his disciples and when he was being beat and flogged, and what you need to understand is that these Pharisees and these scribes, punishment back there is way, way tougher than punishment now. Even the electric chair is not compared to what the Romans used to do for punishment. They, they literally, he was nailed through his hands. First of all, he was beat, spit on, with a crown of thorns tightened around his skull. Deprived of food, deprived of, you know, drink, 
Then, while he's beat, bloody, and weak, he has to carry a 150-pound cross all the way up to a hill. So he's barely even able to stand. He has to carry a 150-pound cross all the way up a hill while they mock and scourge him. Then, once he gets there, he has to be nailed through his hands and through his feet and hung from it. All and he's all this is done and he's innocent is for us. So imagine knowing that's what's about to happen. You're his disciple. And they're like, do you know him? Because you know that if you say, yeah, you're going to get the same treatment. You're going to be beat. You're going to be scourged. You're going to carry a cross up a hill and then be hung from it until you die and i read up on this or i watched a video about it and the video said that usually they would hang up their days before they actually died and then when they were tired of them hanging up there in the hot sun hung, hanging from their skin from their from their muscles from their bones then they will break their legs so that they can't push up because they have to push up to breathe they will break their legs and then they will suffocate and die on the cross. Then they'll throw them into a pile of bodies that's decaying. So would you even be strong enough to know that that's what's about to happen and still face that like a man? This is why Jesus is the strongest man alive. He's the strongest man to have ever lived. Nobody is stronger because there's many people who wouldn't even do that and they are guilty many people who are who wouldn't even do that full of sin not sinless many people who wouldn't even do that and they're not perfect so many people murderers you know but what was his barsabas barsabas i believe barabbas excuse me barabbas a murderer you know, plotting to, plotting a revolt squad or something like that. I, I don't want to get it wrong, but he knew he was a murderer. And when they called Barabbas down, instead of him saying, because he knew Jesus was innocent. Instead of him saying, no, take me. I deserve to die. I'm a murderer. Take me instead. He, he walked off free. They chose Jesus, but Jesus wanted that to happen. Jesus knew what had to happen, but he wouldn't even take the punishment he deserves. So imagine Jesus taking a punishment he doesn't even deserve. Would you be able to face that as his disciple? Put yourself in Peter's position. You would be like, no, I don't know him either. You would have said that too. Anybody who says, I would have been able to, you know, Stand up for what I believe in. I said I love Jesus. I've seen everything he's capable of. I know he's a son of God. I see firsthand. As a witness, he is the son of God. I will die for him. And then have told Jesus that the night before that you would die for him. Knowing you would have. Excuse me, knowing that you said that. Would you still be able to do that? When faced with exactly what Jesus said was going to happen. I'm about to be hung from a cross. And die. So I pray to God every time I think about that, like, God, I know, you know, 
Well, I don't know what I would have done. But I pray you make me strong enough when faced with similar situations and similar circumstances or just under any amount of persecution for your name that I am strong enough to endure and face, you know, what's necessary and do it for the glory of God and be strong. And then, you know, like I said, to persevere and endure. I just pray, you know, and I realize I fall short of that every day. I really do. Like with a lot of different, you know, habitual sin and a sin that I can't kind of shake off of me. I realize I do that a lot. You know, some people say at least he wasn't Judas, but all sin is equal. And Jesus, imagine being Jesus, would you have felt betrayed the same? So, Jesus also, like I want, I want to say also though, Jesus didn't feel betrayed. Jesus didn't feel betrayed. Of course it hurt, but Jesus saw Satan in all of it. So he knew it wasn't them. Now when the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. Jesus understands that. So, I just pray when faced with the same persecution to be strong enough to endure and to stand up for Jesus and to stand up for what's right and to keep pushing and to keep fighting and to keep being, you know, just to do what God has said for me. Because in this process, honestly, I've been made so strong. I know I have come so far with so far to go, but I've, I've endured so much, you know, and throughout this process, there has been many times I was wanting to give up. Now, a lot of times I realized it was not by my power, but by God's power, by God's spirit and by God's strength that I've even made it this far. I cannot take credit for a thing because if it had been me and my power and based off of just if it was just me, I would not have been able to do it. I would not have been able to do it. I would have I would have folded worse than Peter way before Peter. Like imagine Peter facing all of the hatred and, you know, all of the backlash and everything that Jesus had faced all the way up until that point anyways, though. He's fighting for Jesus in the garden. You know, all it is that Jesus, that Peter made it through and he made that mistake. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. One, he's, he's dealing with Satan. He's, he's, he's actually being, you know, a I don't want to say affected, but just influenced. He's almost being influenced by Satan because Satan, you know, has already said that he's going to be able to touch these disciples. He's going to scatter them. He's done. He's doing all it is to discourage Jesus from dying on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. So every single day that I'm going through these different things and I realize it's to discourage me. A lot of times I want to give up. A lot of times 
I want to deny this position. And I can't say that I would deny Jesus because I haven't yet. I, I won't. You know, but I pray every time I think about it that the Lord gives me strength not to. And it's only by his strength. Because I'm seeing it's not these people. It's the spirit. It's the darkness. It's the principalities and powers of darkness in the heavenly realms that are controlling the people around me. But that could be me. I could be getting control too, you know, which to a certain extent I actually am because I'm not doing everything perfectly like God says every time he says to do something. So I understand that, but I could be way worse off. I could be much worse off. I could be, you know, denying Jesus. I could be denying him. I could be out just, you know doing whatever and I don't like there were so many different times Satan has approached me and actually tried to get me to offer me offer me many different things entice me tried to entice me and tip me away from Jesus tried to trick me out of my spot with God like if there's a spot but he tried to trick me away from God and now he is antagonizing and tormenting and torturing me because I choose God I have to face this persecution for God and I could have been weaker like I like I look at so many different you know weaknesses I've shown and I realized that the scripture says I'm made strong through my weakness, strong because of my weakness. I'll boast about my weakness. Yet I understand that I could have been used more by Satan. Meaning, what if when I was called, you know, by God, I turn my back. What if when I was enticed by Satan, I gave in or gave up? I don't like to talk about these things. I know that the Lord is like, you would never, because I would never let you. No one can snatch us out of the Father's hands. But the scripture also says that Jesus can say, save anyone except those headed for destruction. What if I had been headed for destruction? I know that this is not a question because I'm not. I'm with the Lord. As long as you're with the Lord, you're not headed for destruction. But I am no better than anybody else. I have sinned. I have made mistakes. I am not perfect. And because of this sin, I could have been handed over to it. And I could have done way worse, been way worse. The Lord has always told me over the years. It could be worse. It could be worse. So I'm just so grateful. I'm extremely grateful that, you know, he's given me the strength he's given me to even make it this thus far. So moving forward, 
I just, I don't feel like I'm better than anybody. I really don't place myself above anybody. I really don't. Like, I don't see myself in a lot of the positions that people are in. I really don't. I don't see myself, you know, being used in a manner that they're being used in. But that's not because of my goodness. That's because of God's goodness. I realize that every single day, you know, if God had decided that, you know, he ch- I'm chosen and I'm blessed to be chosen, but I don't, you know, I could have I could have not been. Ch- I don't say I could have not been chosen. The Lord has always told me since I was a child, my destiny, my entire life is predestined before the world is created. So I understand this is how it's going to be. But imagine I'm no better than anybody else. I'm not perfect. I could have been one of them. I could have denied him. I could have been handed over to my mistakes and my sin. And though forgiven, there's still consequences. The consequence being that, you know, you wound up in the hands of Satan. So, I am so grateful. I'm so grateful, so honored, and so blessed. So, 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 so blessed to be chosen and to have, you know, this anointing on my life from the Lord. That is like, I will empower you. I will strengthen you to keep going and to make the right decisions and to have enough integrity and enough, you know, discernment and wisdom to choose me no matter what and to know better than to accept certain things and to go certain routes. I realize while a lot of people know exactly what they're doing, a lot are ignorant, which brings me back to that scripture. My people are destroyed because of their ignorance. It's because of their ignorance. I'm blessed enough that God has seen enough in me, or I don't want to say that because he sees so much in all of us, but just I'm so blessed that God has chosen me to and empowered me enough that he's he he puts the strength and the power in me to turn away from things like that and that's saying that you understand that without him without his power without everything that he does you would have been doing everything they're doing if, if not worse and there is no worse. All sin is equal. But you have been doing everything that they're doing. I'm like, I'm blessed. And I almost like tremble at the thought of like how close, how close like it gets, you know? I don't like to compare myself. But I have wondered about people who aren't even doing as much as I do in terms of mistakes and sin. 
I don't feel like God loves them more. I don't feel like it's necessarily, you know, who they are. While it is, I feel like different people are called for different reasons. And like I said, I could be you. I could be them. I could be worse. It could always be worse. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Even though I'm persecuted for the glory of God, even though I face these different things for my mistakes and my sin, but also because of my anointing, because of me being chosen, I face these different things daily and I'm blessed. I'm so blessed like because I look around and I'm blessed with the sight that the Lord has given me, the spirit of wisdom and discernment. And I see the darkness, the thick darkness that is influencing so many different people like. It's really. You know unfortunate when you see yourself all you all you're doing is giving God the glory and the honor and the praise that's that's all you like it's not all you're doing you make mistakes but that's all you're doing that's all you want to do and different people are being used by Satan like he laughs and like you can like it's 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 scary because you can feel him like maneuvering through crowds and maneuvering through different people's bodies and their spirits and because they are weakened by their sin and their lack of repentance and just not coming to God for the power and strength that they need to survive daily he's just playing with them He's playing over their power. He's playing over their authority. He's playing over playing over them because they're ignorant. Playing over them and their free will. Because God gave you free will, so who is he to take it? And he's taking that away from you because you're not looking to God for the power and the strength and the weak and it and you know he's just playing over these things. But I don't want to say he's taking away your free will because he can't necessarily take away your free will technically if we're talking about spiritual laws and legalities you handed it over to him when you sin but like i said i could have been in your position i've sinned before i'm not perfect so it's all because of you know your lack of repentance and not looking to god for power and guidance and strength and next steps like you can't do without him you have to give him the authority you have to give him the glory in everything that you do otherwise he's just maneuvering through everybody and i see it and it's it's sickening but it's also eye-opening it's revealing i need to stay diligent you know i need to do the best i can to do better 
and want to do better and work towards being better and making better decisions daily because imagine how God sees me you know he's up he's blessed me with this site but of course I could be doing better I would have more I would see more I would be able to avoid certain things more and he wouldn't even be able to use me as much as he does with the mistakes that I make daily and the things that I turn back to so I get it that's what I'm saying I get it yet still when I look to God you know even in my mistake in my sin when I look to God and he gives me power and I feel like he is descending upon me like a, a, a dove. Like the Holy Spirit is descending upon me like a dove. And I feel that that power coming from heaven. Satan does nothing but tries to use each and every single thing around me to try and stop that. But he can't because I'm protected. And that's why I feel so blessed. I could be, I could be out there. I could be out there. I'm so blessed. But that's that's what's on my heart. And I hope that I, I am able to, you know, help or encourage somebody who may be going through this journey as well. I realize also that as I watch certain prophetic words and different things, God is showing me people who are going through things I've I've come out of months ago, showing me things that pe- people are going through I've come out of years ago. And I'm so blessed because while somebody else has come out of the things I'm coming out of years ago or months ago or whatever, I'm coming out of this and I'm seeing the progress being made and the progress he's making in other people's lives. And I'm, I just realized how blessed I am when I see that. I realized the growth. And I realized, like, I could not be growing. I could just be wasting time. I could just be even reading my Bible, not learning anything, not growing, not changing, and not being renewed. I'm being renewed. My prayers are being answered. Like, I'm blessed. So, I'm just so grateful for that.